Okay. He's still... Yeah, they were... People were trying to hook up. I mean, it was like turning into a club. It was such a club. I was making food. I was like, are the Steelers in this? I had nachos. I had like the vodka. Remember the vodka You were hooking it up. You were like super nat. I was like, we are going to... They lost and everybody needs to just party right now. And I mean, I got to it. Yeah. It was fun. It It was super fun. Yeah. And that was kind of like the segue into... You're my student, but now you're like, we're for real, legit friends. Yeah. 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 We got to know each other more and more. I mean, Natalie has the biggest heart, FYI, if anyone's like not clear with that. Like, Natalie has the biggest heart. Her dog loves her a lot. <laughs> Billy Jean's trying Billie Jean. to make a cameo again. This is it. Oh, oh Take her God. into the room. <gasps> ah! time to play catch right now <laughs> are we good okay she'll 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 cool down so anyways let's reel it back in thank you billy jean night coffees with nat or should we just give the mic to billy jean <laughs> she really 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 She's very we gotta get her out of here you gotta she wants you, to play i know okay so you're we're gonna take a moment and get billy jean i can put her on my lap Mm-mm. Get, put her okay. in the room Sorry, I just have to. Come on in, Sid. Make it, make an appearance. Reel it in. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is just so okay. super subtle. Okay. You need to fix your um, oh. wire. Okay. Boy, oh boy. Okay. Okay. We're good. You're good. I think that we was... need to cho- let's just like yeah. retoast it up. Okay. Here we go to okay. friends <laughs> from student to friend. <laughs> You know, I mean that that like we love animals. You're a big animal lover too. You have how many yes. dogs do you have right now? I have two dogs. Two big dogs. Two, Mama Bear. Yes. Two rescues, right? Yes. Both pit mixes. I got a boxer mix. Boxer pit mix and then a pit something else mix. They're so cute. They're so cute. And then it was Mojo. Remember Mojo? Yeah, I had Mojo for like fifteen I, years. I know when I and we had the pugs. Remember we we had made a I have a picture of all of us yeah. at the Pasadena crib. Yeah. It was I have a lot of pictures of that. Actually. I know, that was fun. Yeah. Our Remember geriatric dogs. They were geriatric. They were geriatric. Poor Darren's dog. Darren's Lola. dog. Oh my goodness. Those were the those were the last days. Yeah. That was it's hard when you have to say good. goodbye to the dogs because like it takes like They were all blind. I, yeah. They were all deaf. And they all hate cataracts. Like, you're like, but they ate and they peed. It's okay. They, as long as they were eating. Yeah. Like, and your friends are going like, no. Yeah, you're like, uh, your dog just ran into the wall. I know. And my dog. Like, repeatedly. <laughs> you might want to get on that. When, poor, when, when we had to put food to doggy heaven, it took three, literally three vets to, like, they had to talk to me. Oh, I just, like, no. didn't want, I was like, she's okay. She ate. She... Yeah. Uh, pooped. It's okay. You know. Yeah, I know. Mojo, I felt like I needed a support group for yeah. people with old dogs. Because Mojo kept falling. Like, yeah. there was a whole thing. I would come home and she'd be like, splayed out on the floor. I'd be like, oh, no. It'd be terrible. Finally, I just had to be like, she's in pain, dude. Yeah. So, it was 
but our dog, our love for dogs, so hence the big shit show that Billie Jean just put us in. So back to back to the Super Bowl, back to the party, and back to right. me having a huge heart. <laughs> so anyway, Natalie, I don't know if you guys know about this, huge heart, super warm, super loyal, really generous, super kind, and I'm not just saying any of this. I'm saying it because I believe it and it's true. We got you drunk. I wish I got drunk off a half a glass of wine. <laughs> These days, you not quite me, but yeah. okay, okay. Hence the night coffee's talk show. <laughs> right. Why didn't I think of that, by the way? I don't know. It's just like I had my friend come over and say, "Oh, we're are we going to be drinking coffee?" It's like the night coffee is wine. Regular coffee in the morning, night coffee at night. Yeah, we're not coming over here having decaf at night. I don't even know what that is. What did you just say? It's completely foreign to me. That's gibberish. Yeah. So. Anyways, back to us. We got to we got to be friends that way. So then all of a sudden I up and leave after that incredible gluten free cake you made me because I was gluten free strong for two years. I she kill made cake. this cake for my birthday. We had the big vanilla. Birthday. Yes, because I don't like chocolate. You cake. did ask for vanilla. I did ask for vanilla. I like vanilla cake. I do. Um, and she made it was the best thing in the whole entire world. And From then, scratch. Yeah, like you went sorghum flour, potato starch. I mean, that was a solid recipe. I kept with that. Yeah, and you did it for my going away party too. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. We ate in the Angie and I ate it in the car on the way home. I would hope so. It was so great. So then I leave, and you got fat. No, okay. I didn't. Here <laughs> we We talked about it on the way here. We're like, we're in it, in it, in it. We 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 said we were fat the whole time. I'm like away. sick of us already. <laughs> And we're just anyway, pack it on. Helps. Pack it on. <laughs> no calories here. Um, but while I was gone, you became a hypnotherapist. Oh, that's where we're going. Yes. Yes. I did. I thought you were talking about, well, what was your workout going to be? And so that's a whole other story. I know. We're gonna, we'll get but back anyway, to it. Yeah. We'll get we're, we're, Workout. Yeah. I'm going to pull you right back in that whole realm. Coming up that's real that's soon, B. I'm gonna VIV you, the wall you. You're, you're gonna get right back in the whole entire shit. Yeah, I'm totally with that program. Yes, but when I was gone, you went into, got into hypnotherapy. Yes. So I smoked for 17 years. Yes, I did, and um, I. You're sick of it. I was totally grossed out, like, cause you know you don't start smoking when you're 16 and think you're gonna be like 36 still smoking. Like, it's not cute, you know what I mean? And you wake up feeling like shit, and so I stopped smoking, <clears throat> and then through getting hypnotized, Through right? hypnotherapy, right, that's an important point. That's a little bit of so, a like game changer right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, that was huge. I didn't know it at the time, but a few years after that, I haven't had a cigarette in, um, I don't know, it's almost, it's going on seven years now. Yay! And I don't, Ooh, it's like totally That's right. a click to that. Yeah. Cheers to that. I know. That's an accomplishment. And it's and it's amazing. And I'm so surprised how powerful your mind can be when you uh, know how to speak to it, you know? But cut to a couple years later, I'm on a Taco Bell set. And I'm sitting here. First of all, I'm vegan. <laughs> I'm holding this nasty taco. We have to get back to when you started being vegan because you were not vegan whenever I left. So I start, okay, so that, that's the whole thing too. Okay, so I did the hypnotherapy, okay. right? So I did six sessions of Magic hypnotherapy. Magic six. Yeah, and there were sessions where she just talked to me and I just 
closed my eyes and I was relaxed and it took all these suggestions. So the way hypnotherapy works is you calm the chatterbox, this running commentary that you have in your mind, you quiet it and you go into a meditative state. <clears throat> the hypnotherapist will help you relax. And then you're open to things that you're not necessarily open. There's like a parrot, there's a cockatoo in the background. <laughs> what if we put her in there? I can hold her on my lap. I mean, it's... It's super sad. I really don't mind her holding her on my lap. And pause. This would be oh a good time for a commercial, are... right? Bing, why don't you do one for your commercials? <laughs> because, like, this is a good time for... My moderate to severe Crohn's disease, I take. <laughs> I didn't actually get that one. <laughs> I got put on a mail. I did not book that for some reason. Like, I don't look like I have Crohn's disease. I could have Crohn's. Okay, Billy's with us. All right, kind of. I don't think so. We just have, like, she's on one tonight. She doesn't usually do this, so. She looks, she's just kind of energetic. Yeah, she's she's on one today. We have to like give her some. What did they? They told me to put. They give her like the spray. They, you can get it at Whole Foods. They told me to give it. Res, re, rescue remedy is really good for dogs with anxiety. And Billie Jean, who is a rescue, has really bad um, separation anxiety. Uh, Outside of being completely spoiled, unbeknownst to me, you know when you don't realize you spoil your own dog. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> we've got that. Or what but, you do. <laughs> So back from commercial. So anyway, we're back. You like quit smoking. You did the suggestions. Okay, so one thing. So I've always loved animals. Yes. Yeah, those are connections. Yes. Um, and I have always been like, uh, uh, what happened? Sorry, I'm telling you. too funny. I'm like, Yanka, I think you're going to have to just let her come out. I think it's all right. I really don't mind holding her. If it makes everything go smoothly. I feel like this is the third interruption. If she doesn't shut the fuck up, like let her out. That's a big heart. That's this a big heart that I have. I didn't have She's so kind and very gentle. See what she does. All right, go. Um, right. And if so. she does start to cry, let her out. Um, so in one of my sessions, she said to me, um, that the tobacco companies, oh no, not this part. Okay, so in one of my sessions, she said, you, she said, you know, your lungs used to be pink and fluffy, mm -hmm. and now they're hardened and black. And they're just there to try to help you breathe. That's the only reason they're there. They wanna help you to breathe and breathe clean air and you know all these things to help you live. Mm -hmm. And so while I'm in hypnosis, she's telling me this, I start getting wrapped with guilt and feeling like an idiot. Like, oh my God, what am I doing to my lungs? But the thing that I realized later is that when she said pink and fluffy, that made me think of like a fluffy like bunny rabbit or something. Mm -hmm. And six months later, after she said that, I was like having this crisis in Barnes and Noble because I saw this vegan cookbook uh -huh. with a cow sitting on the grass with this lady's head, she's sitting next to it and the head, was, the head was in her lap. And I was like, oh my God, I have a picture like that with me and my dog. And like, for some reason, I know it was triggered from the fluffy bunny thing. Uh -huh. The cookbook with an actual cow on it, and it's a vegan cookbook, and I was like, holy shit, that cow is burgers and brisket and steak and all the things that are my favorite foods. Yeah. 
when you were kind of on the way to that journey, like you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm like, Ugh. it was like coming to me slowly Yeah. because the truth is for me anyway, cows, dogs, pigs, birds, roaches, people, like we're all the same mm -hmm. thing. We're all the same. So like you really, roaches too. Well, cause you know, roaches are just doing really going for it with that. Listen, yeah. <laughs> roaches, roaches okay. are just doing what they're meant to do. Like they just is how they're born. You know, you can't be mad at them. They're just they're like scuttling around because that's what they're supposed to do. Apparently, according to marriage boot camp, um, that they're really good for the they're really good for the environment. Did you see that part stuff? Yeah. So okay. Mm. So that's why it stopped eating me. Anyway, cut to tobacco. No, cut to Taco Bell. This is where I was going. Yeah. This is not good. You're gonna have to cut this. Um, <laughs> we need like a whole editing session. You gotta edit this shit down. I was always Taco Bell set. <laughs> and I'm pretending to enjoy this meat taco, sausage was patty, it delicious? egg. <laughs> Bitch, you know I wasn't eating that thing. What did like, you do? They like? cut a bite out of it for me. No, really? Because so I, I was like, I'm not eating that. They're not feeling that on the set. I told you, commercial superstar. Well, even when I ate meat, I wasn't gonna eat that meat. Right. Okay. Anyway, I'm holding this taco, and I had this epiphany. Like, I am selling this meat. Like, not even like I'm selling something I would never touch with a ten foot pole. Right. I mean, I am touching it, but you get my point. And I was like, there must be something better I can do to put out something good mm -hmm. to like help the world because I am actively, in a way, making it worse. Do you know, I mean, I, I kept the checks. It's not like I didn't deposit the checks. I mean, I was I'm thinking, just saying, were, you, were you mad at the meat to the bank or no, what? No, I was not mad at the check to the bank. But I was like, what can I do other than this? Right, okay. And then that I was thought, the epiphany. That was when I was that like. That was the aha moment. Yeah. When I was that like, was the Oprah came to you and you were like, I'm not eating It was a whisper. Yet. It was before it hit me on the head with the brick. So Got I was it. like, what else can I do? And then at some point it was like, you can be a hypnotherapist. And I was like, what? And then, yeah, I just did. did you it. go to school for it? Like, how, how did you become certified? So, did you say you just were in New York too studying? Yeah. Uh -huh. So, it's not standardized. Um, so, some people would say, like, oh, did you try hypnotherapy? And like, oh, you tried it, it didn't work, or whatever. So, it's like, I don't know who you went to or what they were doing or whatever. Hey, we were just at a party today, and they loved the girl. Uh, the girl, um, Sarah, really, really loved hypnotherapy. She loves her hypnotherapist. Yeah, I mean, obviously, how we met Bianca, but okay. <laughs> I mean, it's all been, it's all been pretty. It's been um, about four years now mm -hmm. since I've done it. So I've learned so much in those four years because I did a six hundred hour training in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. So I moved to Albuquerque and I did it six days a week, like ten hours a day. It was intense. So you do a lot of hypnotherapy. How long were you there? I was there for almost three months. Away from Ollie.
to do the training. Interesting. And it was fascinating. Any hookups? Not with you, obviously. You're engaged. Um, Anybody get every, together? Almost everybody there was Did they like, drink wine? I was not drinking wine then. Oh, no. Once you got to the past life regression segment at the end, you I was can't. like, okay, now I can have wine. Okay. But the whole time, I was super focused. I was getting up at 5 in the morning to do yoga. And then snow winter, by the way. But also, you don't dark to get up that early. A, I don't like to get up that early. But B, there was snow, and it was dark. And I was going to yoga. I was like crazy. But I was listening to a recording to be motivated. Okay. So I have no therapy recording. So you really had a... Telling goal. me I love the idea of getting up. Okay. I love going to yoga. I love starting my day that way. Like, positive suggestions. Positive suggestions. Yes. Your mind is very open to suggestions when you're sleeping mm-hmm. or when you're in a meditative state. Like right. So that being said... What, did I just segue to something? Yes, you just did. Oh, because you're welcome. You be, thank you. <laughs> you... I became your student and you became my teacher because I did hypnotherapy with you. I did. Which was amazing and life-changing. And I was going to talk a little bit about that. Okay. And kind of open up to people that, you know, I know everybody looks at me like super nat, nothing gets you down or whatever, hi. But I had a little blip in life the last couple of years that set me off my game. And I got frozen to teach in front of people once I resigned from the job that I had before. And when I started working at my new place, I literally lost all confidence and uh, security about getting up in front of people. And this is something that I've done. My in- I've been a teacher since I've been, I would say, before high school. I taught swimming, I taught skiing, I taught dance, I taught uh, all through college, um, I would, cheerleading. So I've taught my entire life. And because this happened to me at my previous place of business, it broke me down and hurt me so much that I was so afraid to teach. So I was like, I'm the type of a person like, if I have a problem, I need to fix it. And when Bianca came to me and was like, I'm a therapist, I was like, let's do this. Because therapy was not working. I couldn't bring myself to do it. And so we did six sessions together. Yes, we did. And now I'm obviously teaching and fine and like over it. But it was deep, wasn't it, B? It was. And it was like not what we thought it was going to be between us too, because it was like, you know, it was great because I knew I know her and we're such good friends and I trusted you, but like you probably didn't think I was going to go. You know, I I've I've come to learn like I cannot predict anything. Yeah. You know, every every session is different, every person is different. It's interesting when I work with friends because sometimes surprisingly so there's like a a, a power struggle a little bit. So, and it's not doing anybody any favors to kind of like like um, resist it. You know? Well, that was the thing with me. I had the opposite. I was like, mm-hmm. this is somebody that I trust to put me under. Oh, you were like a dream. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. some people wouldn't, I, I wouldn't trust somebody I didn't know to put me under. Like, what if they, like, I remember I was like, <laughs> it was so funny. Because I, 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 you know how you go to those shows and they start quacking like a duck. I'm like, 
am I going to start quacking like it? She goes, is there anything you'd like to talk to me about, Natalie? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking talk like a duck when I go under this. Like, what? No. <laughs> but if you're with somebody that you don't know, those things might go through your head. But I had full trust, and it was just like, it was really cool. And I played the tapes because I was having trouble sleeping, as I do, and as any menopausal woman would do, she can't sleep. But I would put the tapes on, you know, very low while while I was like, you know, and I'd fall back to sleep. So the the uh, art of suggestion would go in your brain, and you know, somehow right after six sessions, and your sessions became spiritual. Also, oh my goodness, remember the one in the boat and yeah, the hand coming? Hand. Yeah. And then I would like be like lying there underneath because I was like sometimes awake and like tears hysterical tears falling from my face it was it was great but as they say in probably I don't know maybe more from the therapy maybe more therapies other than hypnotherapy but they say if you can feel it you can heal it so I love that it's a good you can thing. feel it you can heal it yeah yeah it's just acknowledging because your feelings are like kids in a class like mm -hmm. little kids in a class they're like listen to me listen to me pay attention to me and if you ignore them and don't choose them they're not going anywhere they still have the same thing that they're trying to get you to hear and understand so as well as you go along in life and you like sweep things under you need to voice your feelings you need to have a voice and understand that you can stand up for yourself and speak yeah. up for yourself that one with the hand though on the boat yeah that the one good yeah the one that, i don't know if anybody out there saw the the movie is shack but it reminded me of the shack, and it was like you never, you probably never saw that. It's, it's, that's what it reminded me of. It's like it was like a new beginning. Um, something inside of me was reaching up to God, and I was on the water, like like floating on water, and it was it was like a, it was pretty life changing. So um, I, I I say that to say that. This is something great and I believe in like exhaust whatever if you got something wrong with you do whatever you can to bring happiness back into your life if something hurts you you can be unhurt if you were unhurt and feeling happy at one point and then you got sad you can be happy again and there are ways there's a million ways and you know thank you Bianca for getting me through that time. I love you. I love you too. I know. N-C-W-U-N. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears a little okay, bit here. It's so serious. And night comes without like so. I mean, the first night I came up here, we really went for it here. Oh, yeah. I mean, we did some serious Chardonnay. <laughs> I cooked vegan, didn't I? Pasta. Yeah. Spinach, I did tomatoes. The whole situation. It was amazing. You know how I love to cook everything so what about um i'm get, i want to get to like your boyfriend and your fiance and all that kind of stuff but i i want to take like a little fun uh like Detour. like di distraction break since okay. we're just serious okay i want to talk about like the housewives <laughs> i mean we okay you're saying that you don't like the Housewives of Potomac, I and I just don't get that. It's not that I don't like it. It's just I'm like, where's that? Did you I get my text last that. night? Did you get my text last night? I just like. Okay, you told me it was in D.C. It's Potomac is near Washington D.C. Okay. Well, I didn't know where that was. That's why I never watched it. I watched New York. 
OC, Beverly Hills, and What's your Jersey? favorite? What are you watching currently? Well, luckily, like, if I had to choose, if they were all running What reunion? You'd I watch any reunion ever, right? Yeah, I mean, we're Is that even a question? <laughs> if I never watched an entire thing, I would watch a reunion. Oh, so good. So good. I think my favorite is, um, oh, God. I think my favorite might be Orange County. Okay. I mean, there's nothing better than any, some Vicky. A dose love Vicky Gunn. A dosage of Vicky. Are you kidding me? She gets prettier. I want her plastic She's surgeon. amazing. Now, there, there is a woman that I don't like. They made her pretty. She didn't start off looking like that, okay? And I'm not saying that, that she, she just like, she's beautiful now. I think, yeah, I mean. I love it, I want her doctor. She looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, there's not, she's I mean, crushing no. the game. Well, she has a cop boyfriend. Oh yeah, I love that guy. Me too. I have to say, I love Vicky because she is a super flawed human she's being. Like, oh gee. And she's just like, this is me, I'm fucking flawed. Like, fuck you, you know? And also, it's like, I'm, yeah, okay. I respect that. I think that she, she, she could do some you know, hypnotherapy and really, really have some I mean, gains from that. <laughs> the power of suggestion. She's a little Vicky, high strung. you're watching. A little high strung. I know. It's good stuff, though. I, I'm, I'm a Vicky fan, though, so I get that. I love Vicky. I, do I like, like I like my New York girls, though. I, really I love do. New York, too. Luann is my, that's my girl. I question Luann's style. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I don't even know. Her style is not I think I like it. Want to know why? I'm a real big fan of turtlenecks. <laughs> okay? Oh, maybe that's the issue. TNN. Turtleneck that. And she wears a lot of them. She just is always, like, bundled up. But it's cold in New York. Listen, I get that. I, like, I appreciate Bethany. I mean, I think her style is amazing. She looks amazing. She's great. She's classy. She, like, pulls it together. She's got a little sass to it. And she's so funny. She's so funny. She's, she's funny. wicked smart. Shit. Yeah. I don't know what's happening with, um, what's her name? Oh, God. I just lost her name. The blonde lady. With an R. In New York. Ramona. 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 Let me tell you what. I what's saw Ramona. Ramona is 60 years old. Is she, she really? She is crushing it. She's 60? Yes. Girl, they had a birthday, right? Killing that shit. And she's like I've seen her many times in New York at the Hamptons. Her body is like obnoxious. It's so perfect. At 60 years old, I can't believe she's. I'm not mad at her. Yeah, about that. I'm not mad at Ramona. I just don't want to hang out with Ramona. You know what I'm saying? No, I wouldn't want to. I want to hang out with Ramona. Let me tell you. I can hang out with Tinsley. Here's a news flash. You don't want to tell her shit. She'll tell your business. Oh, yeah. Ramona will tell on you. And. Sonia. Oh, Sonia. She's a little off this when season. Now. <laughs> I mean, I do like off this season. Well, yeah, you want to know why? And you know what? I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna stick up for Sonia right now. Her doctors put her on antidepressants, and she got. Uh, you don't give crazy people antidepressants. <laughs> Listen, I deal with a lot of depression. And right. I am not a doctor, and I'm not here to tell anybody anything, because I know that medicine, know. antidepressants help people. They do help. Sometimes. They do. Like, we're, we're not. Most of the time. It just didn't work for me. 
Yeah, most of the time it doesn't work because you can just keep me upping the nose, upping the nose, upping the nose. I would never tell anybody anything. Some people but have depression very serious is chemical. Yeah, it's very similar chemical imbalances that need medication. So yes. I'm not like. I'm not, yeah. But depression is a symptom. Mm -hmm. And when you medicate the symptom, you're not getting to the root of it. You're not addressing where it's coming from. Right. Because there is some unmet needs happening right there. So you need to figure out what that is. But they, but she was on them and she was like, you know, she got, they, they talked about it. But yeah, she's, I feel bad for her. She's yeah. kind of having an off She's season. coming out of it though, it seems like. This was when, last spring that they shot this or fall? Yeah, it seems like she's like pulling it together mm -hmm. coming to the end of the season. But yeah, she's a little, she's a little cuckoo doozies, <laughs> you know, but this is coming from someone who is completely sane. That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> doing a whole show but wait what's better than girlfriends sitting down and talking shit I'm sorry listen that's one of my favorite activities it's the best right I mean we've done it our whole lives I can't I there's a lot of people in my life that don't drink like my best friend Sydney she doesn't drink okay she puts up with my drinking and yes. will drive me places if I need my best friend Giancarlo does not drink yeah Mike Tats Michael Moya does not drink but you know, then I have my girlfriends like B. Like we get, we got all into it. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. you. Okay, so what about? Let's talk about. Uh -oh. <laughs> back to some seriousness. The boyfriend, Allie. who's now the fiance. Show us the rock. He put a ring on it while I was gone. Right. It's a beautiful. He designed it. It's a. He did really good. It's super good right now. But you know what I'm saying? He did really good. He did really good. I happen to love Ollie. I happen to also. I mean, he's <laughs> really so nice. He's good people. He's Very solid good people. people. He's got manners. Yeah. I love he's men like, with manners. Thank you. Because he's what? His, his background. He's Persian. He's Persian. Well, he's from the Bay. I mean, he's born in the Bay. Right. But his parents his are. He's a, a family-oriented. He's super family-oriented. That, that, that wants to be in the show. I, I mean, this is a really, friend. we should really, name him. There's a, there's a fly that's loving being in the show. He's loving the wine. He's like hovering. Yeah. Um, so Allie and I have been together for, it will be eight years, May, June, July, and three months. So seven years and, and what's your months. what is your whole background nationality-wise? I know. So my you mom is, wow. I'm American. My parents are both from here. Mm -hmm. But my mom is half Italian, half Irish. My dad is mostly black. See, that's the other thing. We're both Italian and black. I know. I mean, that's what we have in common. Um, and, um, I grew up in a super white town mm -hmm. in Massachusetts, small town. It was like, it was pretty racist, but then I moved to New York City when I was 17. And did I you was have like, to deal, oh. did you deal with like bullying or racist? I dealt with a lot of bullying, which is why really? I love working with teenagers. I got bullied too. Did you? I did get bullied. Did you? I didn't put up with it. I was like, fuck you. Good for you. Because I was no, like, oh my I, God. I'm, I'm telling you shit. what, right now, when I went to high school, this is the weirdest thing. Like, I know I got bullied and um, I was like, I will fight you. You better come with your best game. I literally. That's good. I was not. I was in ninth grade and these, these girls, they were big. They were so big. And I was just like, I'm still short, but I don't know. I was like, I was not putting up with it. And I think it was because Nikki. 
like growing up with a sister that had mm -hmm. a, a, um, a mental disability, I was always like, don't say shit about anything. So I was very protective over her. And then when I went there, I was so confused. I was like, it's what is happening right now? Like, I'm not like popular and cool and I'm getting bullied. You better back the fuck up. So I didn't, I put, I was bullied, but I didn't put up with it. Yeah. That was not my experience. <laughs> if I knew you, I would have stuck up Probably because it started when I was in first grade, when I was five. Yeah. And it started early. So, like, bullying is a huge problem. I can't even imagine being in schools the, these days yeah. with social media. Can you imagine I Instagram? Know, but in you like guys, all my friends' kids are dealing. Kidding me? They're dealing with it. And I it's know. Awful. I, I, yeah, I know. There's a site that you can go on where you can put someone's picture, and then people can comment what's good and bad about them. It's called something like Truth. And my friend, uh, one, her daughter asked her if she could be on it. And then she was telling us about it. I was like, you're not doing that. No way. No. No way. No way. There's like a little app or you could, you know, like it's. Where, and then and then the kids come on and they're like, oh, you're ugly. Oh, you have like bad eyes or whatever. imagine? I mean, it's horrible. That's why like teenage yeah. and childhood depression is like through the roof. It's a massive and epidemic. parents going to jail. Because I'd be a parent going to jail. Hi. Say one fucking it. thing about my kid. Yeah. Lots of cursing today. Mm -hmm. Just to change it up. Sorry. <laughs> but you did deal with that. Was it, I did. I was bullied it was about, was it racially? Yeah. Everybody was racist. Well, not everybody. But enough people that I felt like it was everybody. Everybody was racist. I got made fun of all the time. I went home crying almost every single day. Really? Yeah, it was bad. And the problem. Your friends. Well, I mean, if we're talking like first grade, I mean, that's when it started. Because kids, like, they don't have any filter. Well, kids are just mean sometimes. Yeah. And what didn't help was like, I was like a black girl, mm -hmm. my sister and I, black Chantel. girls. What Chantel. Yeah. Chantel the girl. Chantel, what's Chantel. up? Oh. Um, she and I, you know, they would throw rocks at us, you know, and <gasps> call us the N-bomb, and, like, we had no idea what they were talking about. Like, I did not understand what they were talking about. I just know, I was like, why are they attacking us? Why do they hate us? And my mom was like, um, because I'm like, what's a nigger? Like, I didn't know what that was. It's the first time I heard that. And my mom is white. So I lived in a white town with my white mom with her white family in the same town and my dad was not there mm -hmm. and my dad's family were all in Ohio. So I didn't see any black people anywhere except the Cosby show, which don't get me started because Bill Cosby is such a disappointment to say the least. It's not oh. even like a real, that doesn't even begin to describe it. But anyway, Lisa Bonet, I was like, oh my God, she's beautiful. So um, I had the Cosby show and that's all I had. Yeah. And I went home and, my, and I was like, they're calling a nigger all of this. And my mom was like, nigger is a race. Meanwhile, my mom had me when she was 20. She was probably like 26 at this point. She didn't know what to say. Yeah. And I was like, a race. Where did she meet your dad? He was in the Air Force. So he was in, it's called Pittsfield, Massachusetts. He was in Pittsfield. He was stationed there. So mm -hmm. they met when they were like 19. Mm -hmm. And then they had me when they were 20. And it didn't work well, out. Well, when you're 19 or 20, who knows what they're doing. Exactly. And so when my mom told me it was a race, I was like, oh, because like, I've always been really fast. Like, yeah. I'm a fast runner. 
I was like, oh, like they, they're mad because I run faster than them. I was like, oh. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And so I tried, that's what was my understanding. Cause my mom didn't know how to explain it. Right. Like now if somebody in first grade acts like that, the teachers are on it. The parents are on it. You would the, think so. I don't know that the whole country is on board with this program. You know right. What I'm saying? Otherwise, but, why do we have this president? But Okay, let's do that. <laughs> but I can't. I know, and we should. No, <laughs> let's go back to the housewives real quick. I know. I'm gonna like divert <laughs> to loving hip hop. Stevie J. <laughs> <laughs> the set's fucking coming down. It's all unraveling at this point. Right now. to get through it 
I'm pretty sure my entire um, did you have a mentor? childhood and uh, teen years, I was depressed. Really? I didn't have a word for it, and I didn't understand that. I cried every day. Wow. And I didn't know that that was not normal. And I, so I, that's why I really have a lot of empathy for people who have depression. Yes. It feels like it's part of who you are, and mm -hmm. it feels like you can't change it, but it's not true. And it's not who you are. I can go into that whole thing. Mm -hmm. But I work with a lot of teenagers who have depression, who are just depressed and anxious. And it's not because that's who that they are, it's just because they have needs that are not met, or they're isolated. That seems got, like, I've heard you say that like a few times. That's because they have needs that are not met. Yeah, unmet like, needs. Like what kind of unmet needs? So when someone's depressed, it's, it's, it, it can come from a lot of different places. And I totally get that. But when you boil it down, fundamentally, it's like you either are not connecting. To, you don't feel connected. You don't feel like you have a community. You feel isolated. Um, or you have a negative, repetitive, harsh, hurtful, critical inner dialogue going where it's just over and over and over again every day and that so your negative thoughts Obsessive are what thoughts right kind of yeah I mean your negative thoughts are what those. causes the depression not the other way people think they're depressed which causes them to be negative but that's not the case it's your negative thoughts that are creating the depression so if you change your thoughts you can change the depression and then the other thing is um, people not following their heart's desire something like 85% of people are not working jobs that they love. They're not living out their passion or their right. purpose in life. Exactly. You have to feel like your purpose is, you know, you're living out your purpose because you either hate your job or you are um, a zombie. You're just going there to work. You don't hate it. You don't love it. You're, you're just, just doing living for the paycheck. Exactly. Which, as we all know, is not a like goal. And I feel like that's where money's the root of all evil. Comes well, there's from. plenty of rich, beautiful, talented people living in Southern California who are completely depressed. Yeah. So it's not the weather. It's not your bank account. It's not your looks. It's you have needs that are not met. So you need to figure out what those are, and start doing things that are gonna make you feel like you're part of something. Like people care about you. Like your opinion matters. Like and you're just being with kids kinder now. to yourself. You work with yeah, I have a few clients who are teenagers. I mean, I work with everyone. Ages. Yeah, but I do love my teens, you know. But we we have our we have our. Um, I mean, I feel like being somebody who deals with like terrible anxiety, mm -hmm. that it's just so good to be able to like know that there's an answer to it other than medication. Because for me, medication is like. Zombieville. Mm -hmm. It's like this. I feel like I'm an audience. I don't feel like it gets rid of the anxiety for me mm -hmm. personally. I felt like I was sitting at in a like a show, like in the audience to my anxiety. Like like that bitch was going crazy and she was like, but that's good. That's the duality because that's the part of you that understands that that's not you. And that's the one thing that I was so grateful for in experiencing that that I was like. Okay, so there's these things happening, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. that's now, now I can somehow try and figure out a way to deal with it where I can still be myself. Totally. And that's the part of you that was like, okay, I need to get help. Right. Because it's the part of you that understands that it doesn't have to be like this. Even my authentic self. Exactly. There's two people going on in my head, and one of them is called Little Nat, and she is buck wild. 
She has a whole situation going on. She can wake me up and be like, it's convinced me of like some things that you're just like, wait, what? Hold on. No. Then like Big Nat needs to come up. And that's like for me the way I decipher the two. Like Big Nat needs to stand up way more than Little Nat because she will go on a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot. I think when when my whole like sometimes when because everybody it happens to everybody so you're getting like super critical of yourself and you're like you're like saying this shit you're like oh like one thing that I do that helps is I say well what would my grandmother say and so my grandmother who for me is one of the kindest most she's died 15 years ago but my grandmother um, she never had a harsh word she never and she was always so you got to for her. Yeah, well, I have, you can't see, but these are my grandparents right here. And this is my grandmother, yellow butterfly. I mean, I can tell that story if you want, but anyway. She, like, I was like, what would Betty say? Because that's my grandmother's name. And also my dog, not coincidentally. And she says, you know, honey, it's going to be okay. You're doing your best. It's going to be fine. Just keep going. It's all right. Isn't it crazy, like, just those words, like, it's going to be okay? It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. I, and, I, and I do it to people who I see that... Exactly. I, I'm like, you're going to come out the other end because when you get to a certain age and you've been through, like, crazy stuff and it is okay, you can tell somebody that's spinning, like, I promise you, you're not going to feel like this in a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. And or in a couple of hours. Like, it could be, it could be momentarily... It could be hourly, it could be in a couple of days. And it's just having that skill for yourself. Yeah. Because you can see when other people are struggling, you, you can see you're like, you're doing great, just keep going, you're almost there. Like, mm -hmm. you're killing it, just keep going. You can see it in other people. And then it's harder to have that for yourself, you know? So you have to be your own cheerleader and be like, no, bitch, like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, you're doing great, like, keep going, it's okay. You have you to know? pull yourself out of the water. Because the most important words you have on here are the words you say to yourself. So if someone's not saying something that you want them to say, like get it from inside. And you have it already. So you've mastered the whole hypnotherapy thing. And I don't know if I've mastered it. Well, you said you want to move forward with maybe going and being in a whole a therapist. She's back. And she's back. The the what should we call her? Like Francine the fly. Yes. Oh, it's a girl. Is she's it a girl. A, yeah. She she's wants to, to be front and coffee. center. The fly. It's Francine. <laughs> she's but, got a lot to say. Whenever you were talking to me the other day, you were saying like you were going, you were, I'm going to go for full on therapy. I think I'm going to get my master's in psychology, child psychology. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's like really, really, especially now. Yeah. How many schools do we need to be shot up? What, we're on 24? Oh, we had God. two in one week last week. What in the actual F? Is happening with that that is something that I do not understand I know and if you that's one of those things that you said can I make a difference in the world when you said about the vegan and you're like what can I do to make a difference like what can you do to make a difference in kids I mean I think I that's mean, something I think you can do something to make a difference huge in kids. with teenagers these days is just feeling like they're part of something because mm -hmm. with our tribal minds you know, we have tribal minds. Like back in the day when there's like dinosaurs or whatever, it's like if we weren't included in the group, we were gonna die. That's why when you watch like, I mean, if you, I mean, even Romeo and Juliet, Shakespeare, like 
Romeo got banished because that's worse than death because when you're banished you're on the outside and you're not safe so like in our tribal minds if we're not part of something and kids too they want to be they want to feel like they're the same as everybody yeah. they don't want to be different and so it's like if you're different or if you're on the outside if you don't feel connected or included then who knows like where that's gonna go you know yeah. but I can tell you that the kids who shot up the schools were not feeling included popular and like they were real mad yeah. yeah, they were not like competent, grounded, happy kids at all. They're, they're, they were, they were like really taken. Like I was like not taking getting bullied. Not that I was. I got ever, bullied. I was like I was gonna stand up and confront somebody, but like I now, do that. you you go and you you do stuff like that 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 room that's like over. It's over for your life. No, well, it, for me, it just it wasn't like I was so impressed. I was very shy as a kid. First of all. Like, I was terribly shy. But when somebody well, was, like, telling me, well, I had to. <laughs> I was like, sink or swim, girl. You gotta get it together. Um, that didn't happen until I was, like, 14, where I started having, like, kind of a big mouth. But when I was a kid and somebody was like, oh, you're a piece of shit, I was like, oh, God, I'm a piece of shit. Like, you just take that as true. Wow. And that's what I believed. And so that's why I didn't fight back. You know, I mean, I think I had my little attempts or whatever, but there were so many of them, and there was only one of me. So that's, that's so crazy. That was not good. Kid, kids are cruel, but that that's why it's like right now, just what you said. You're gonna make a difference in that if that's what you're going into. I would love. I would love. That's that. what I mean, we love about you, B. You go out there and you make a difference. I'm trying. I mean, that's I mean, you're what not I eating do. me. You're making a difference with that too. Huh? You're not eating me. Oh no, I don't. I don't believe anything. We did to all struggle or die. I was craft service today, and um, I just want to talk about you know how people know I love cooking, and I made pizza, cauliflower crust, regular sauce, diet cheese, which is vegan cheese, and we put some basil on it, some salt and pepper. Very tasty and very appreciated. And very so what? Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> It was delicious. <laughs> All right. What a, one more thing okay. before. The, I, it's, it's a serious one before. Okay. One more serious thing. Okay. And then we're going to be funny. Okay. We are funny. Well, let me get my funny button ready. Okay. Get ready. <laughs> but I know that you are 41. Yes. 42 we talked this about, year. We talked about children. And you and Ollie were really gonna have kids so talk to me about the steps in that okay so vicinity <laughs> so I was not really tripping about it you know because I look young I was never worried about it and I've thought about this as <clears throat> like sort of more recently and when you look in the mirror and you look like you're 28 maybe 32 <laughs> yeah you know, that's you're a real black don't crack yeah, I mean, and it's not, I did smoke for 17 years, so yeah. I tried, but it didn't work. What can I say? Um, not succeed. <laughs> I failed. Um, so you don't think about time being an issue, because you're like, oh, I'm like killing it right now. And you know that people have kids when they're like 45. I didn't understand that they were freezing their eggs at 28 and doing IVF later. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't understand that. I'm like, oh, Beyonce has twins. I'm like, oh, really? Like, how'd you do that, Beyonce? I mean, maybe she did have it naturally. That's what Jay-Z says. Maybe. I don't know. 
But I don't think like Halle Berry had a baby naturally at, at the 50. 50. Yeah. I don't think so. Here's a news flash. News you flash. Get drunk and have sex and get pregnant. <laughs> no, okay? girl, that is not how it went down. You're cute. No. No. Not even close. <laughs> and so I just didn't think it was gonna be an issue. Anyway, I was doing tons of hot yoga, and my doctor was like, "No more hot yoga. You're like boiling your eggies, you know." And don't get in a jacuzzi, don't get in a sauna, like all these things. Nothing hot. And so I tried, I hate the word try, but I... Do you think it's because hot causes a lot of inflammation? Does it cause you to... It, it taxes the quality of your legs, or legs, your... of your eggs some, for some reason. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, because the issue when you get older is that your eggs get harder on the outside and harder to penetrate, like, mm -hmm. like the spermies, so... Um, spermies. So that's the technical word for it. So I had to have a hard time getting in because it's harder. And somehow, I'm like, is it a hard boiled leg thing? Like, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not good. And you so, actually went through IVF. I did IVF did you, after did several you, IUIs. Did I did you, like eight IUIs. Did you freeze eggs? No, I um, went to freeze eggs when I was 36. They were like, it's too late. No, I was like, let me freeze these eggs. And Allie, I was found out that it was like, you know, twenty grand. Two million dollars to do it. Yeah, it's twenty. Yeah. It's basically doing IVF, you know, with a blow in between. And so I came. I was like, Allie, like, let's split this, you know. Mm -hmm. And he was like, mm, No. I was like, Okay, let's go get some wine. And then that was the end of the conversation, which I regret I that coffee never so slightly. <laughs> and um, anyway, so I went and tried to get pregnant, and we did a bunch of IUIs, which is when you clean the sperm and put it in there when you're ovulating. No. Yeah. I mean, I have friends with like many children who have no idea even how they got pregnant. Like they don't even understand any of the science behind mm -hmm. it. But you have to learn all this stuff. And so I did a bunch of IUIs because I couldn't have done an IVF if I wanted to. My chemical, my hormones were off. And my doctor told me, she's like, you, when I was 39, she was like, you have the hormones of a 46 year old. And then a year to, uh, six months to a year, IVF won't even help. And I was like, you're fired. Like, fuck you. Why, don't say that to me. Right. You know, and I was like, not letting that in. And so um, I went and found a different doctor. And so, however, I did not get pregnant, so maybe she was right. But what I did do was come to the conclusion that I'm either going to have an awesome life with a kid or I'm going to have an awesome life without a kid. And that is the situation. Like, or, I'm open I, to adoption. I was going to say. Allie's not on that train quite yet. I sh I'm sure I can get him there, but he's not feeling that idea right now. But um, you made a decision to, it's going to be good no matter what. It's going to be fine. Listen, yeah. you kind of got to be in flow with the way things go down, you know? Yeah. And it's life really is perspective. Go down a bad, dark. Yeah, I'm not going to have a meltdown every time I don't get pregnant. Like, I'm not going to melt down every month, you know, no. like I can't, I, the whole thing too, for if anybody's dealing with this, it's like your worth as a human or as a woman is not relying on whether or not you have a kid. It, it's not, that is not the situation unless you choose to make it that. So if that is what you're feeling, like you can change the way you see that, like you can decide to see it differently and then go on having like an enjoyable life. That being said, do you have an inner hoe? What is that? <laughs> <laughs>
you know, I mean, my 20s were definitely happening. But I'm just saying, like, do you have, and if you have one, do you have a name for her? Like, everybody um, that's come on the show, I've asked them what their inner hoe name is. Oh, really? Like, you're Bianca, but do you turn in, like, do you turn into, like, Beyonce? Like, or, like... I mean, when like, I was when in you, my... Like, when you turn up? When I was single. Like, are you... I, I don't... Did I have her inner hoe name? I mean, I might have, like, in the back of the day, but... My name was Sarah, S-E-R-A. Whenever I met like a guy in a bar who I didn't actually want to give my real number to. Sarah. Like, my name is Sarah. My name is Sarah. Just S-E-R-A. Okay, good. Nice. It's not even remote. I think that that's good. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I don't know if that's right. So that's the I H, the inner home name. S-E-R-A. Sarah. I like it. It's kind of like a. Now, if you now if you work, you're forty-one. You've gone through a lot. I mean, we went through I think through so. It. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like you're evolved. If you were to have a mantra, what would your mantra be? I guess I would say, oh my God, I have like 50 of them. I'm running through my mind. So top three. Okay, so one thing I would say is self-perception is everything. Nice. Um, one I've actually already said today, which is, the most important words you will ever hear are the ones that come from you. So take care of yourself. Because, can I make a little note on that? Yeah. If you think about like all the negative things that we say to each other all day long, if you had a friend that said that shit to you, like, would you be friends with this bitch? No. no you would well, not. Because she's being a bitch. She's yeah. not nice. So like, don't talk to yourself that way. That's a little sidebar. And, um, I'm with you. I'm with you. So yeah. So the most important words you ever say, the most important most important words you will ever hear are the words you say to yourself. And then you are a good person and you are worthy of a good life. I like that one. Just tell yourself that every day. Cheers to that. Yeah. One more question. Oh. What do you give zero Fs about? Zero. Um, what could somebody that said, what could something something that would have like broke you down before, like at 41 years old and what you've been through and what you, like what, 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 what do you give zero Fs about? I give zero Fs about rocks. Like don't throw rocks at me. I've had rocks thrown at me verbally, literally, I don't give a fuck about your rocks because your rocks that you're throwing are just telling me about you, not me. And that will conclude Night Coffees with Night Night Coffees with Nat with Bianca DeGraff. Love you. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Woo, we went there tonight. Woo. Cheers. I'm tired. I'm tired.